Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Commercial. Why? Because it's annoying. <laughs> and yeah, because it's a commercial. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace.com. That's right, Squarespace.com. You know how to build a website you have to have like uh, design skills and like coding skills? Yeah, just skills in general. Well, uh, guess what? Now you don't. Yeah. Skillless. Idiot dummies like <laughs> me can create a website for very, very cheap using Squarespace.com. And it's, it's simple. You just you sign up, you click, and you drag, and you put images where you want, and they have like templates, and they have everything you need. You don't need to know how to code. You don't need to know how to design. No skills required. <laughs> How's that for a dystopian future? How's that for fair? <laughs> uh, it's actually very fair, and it's actually getting more fair because if you go to Squarespace.com slash if I were you, you can put in the coupon code AMIR for 20% How off. How is that fair? Oh, that's fair because Always you know, your name. It's <laughs> every single time. Uh, in October, it'll be your name. But for All September, right. they're offering us a 20% discount. If you go to squarespace.com slash if I were you, put in my name, Amir. And uh, yeah, you can build your own professional uh, portfolio, website, uh, online store even. You can if basically... I were you, fan site? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, if you do create something, forward it to us, and we'll give you some free publicity. For example, James Tamim created jamestamim.com. Sounds appropriate. Carl Hairdall created carlhairdallphotography.com. All right. And two lovely ladies created mylesbianfriendshow.com. Log on to that one? <laughs> that's a, that's Log a, on to that now? That's a web series. And you guys can basically create whatever you want. And uh, forward it to us, uh, to our email, show at gmail.com. If you create it with Squarespace, we will we'll promote it. You know, free publicity. So you get, a, you get a domain name, you get a website, and you get some free publicity. Perfect. Nailed it. All right. Enjoy the show. Thanks, guys. If you have trouble and you don't know what to do, just listen to Jake and I'm here to tell you. They give some good advice, it's the best that you can get. It's the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by them. If I were you. Whoa! Don't. Sh- chill! Very chill. <laughs> that was Mike Graham. Thank you, Mike. Uh, and this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by us. I'm Amir. And I'm Jake. 
And we are. This one's going to be a super fast two minute mini sode. Oh, uh, come on. No. I, just, I have to. I know. I, I told you that I had to have dinner uh, at 546. You're telling me right now. Yeah, I'm so sorry. You have to have uh, dinner at 546? Yeah, yeah. I have, I, have an, I have a reservation at 546. Excuse you. <laughs> I really, and I'm running late. So, okay, let's just get to the yeah, questions. Yeah, it's 630. Um, hey, guys. Uh, fuck, this one's super long, so I'm going to skip it. All right. Also long, skip Pass. it. Pass. Let's just do like a uh, general. Let's well, take like, the break that I like to take right now. Okay, break, 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 break. Okay, just the generic. What's like a one, one outro little. Outro song. Time for outro song. <laughs> and this one is by Delcy. Hey! Uh, no, I'm sorry. This isn't going to be a short episode. It's going to be a long episode. You know, we've been saying every episode should be 30 minutes long, and we never even we never do that. It always goes quote unquote long. So maybe we should just start calling them 40 minute episodes. I don't like that one bit. No, because then, no. then we start then we start getting start doing an hour. Longer. I think we always say we're a 30, 30 minute minutes podcast, late. and then we run 10 minutes long. late. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People always we get a lot of emails. They're like, why you why do you cap it at 30? Who's complaining? Nobody's complaining. We just aren't funny enough to talk for an hour. I get straight. exhausted. I get tired. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not funny enough to talk for five minutes straight right <laughs> it's it is weird that it's uh, slightly athletic in that regard like it just feels like we're just yeah, gabbing but it really <laughs> it drained this, afterwards yeah why what, what are we doing we're not we're, we're not we're not athletes yes we are in some regard <laughs> in anything podcast is like the hardest sport yeah so i would say i'm I'm good at soccer now for some reason, I think. Sorry, Jeter. <laughs> oh, Captain, my captain? <laughs> no. Oh, Captain, my me. I have more <laughs> endurance than you do because I can speak for 38 minutes in a row with trying to be funny the whole time. I don't how's necessarily How's that for the all-time hit record? <laughs> I think the next Supercut will be us saying, how's that? Yeah. Um, we have that a fair? We have a... <laughs> yeah, how is that fair? We have a live podcast taping coming up in November in Brooklyn. Yeah, so if you want to see us talk about what heroes we are for recording a podcast, <laughs> you guys should come out and, uh, and support us. It's at Littlefield in uh, Brooklyn on November 6th. So if you go to littlefieldnyc.com and search for us on November 6th, or if you go to ifireyoushow.com, uh, you can get ticket information there. We want as many people as possible because that way we make the most money. Right, and it's also nice to have a nice support. But I'm set. saying if we don't if we don't pack the house with like supportive fans, we won't make as much money. Well, here's a real reason that you can come. Yeah, if we have that show and a lot of people come, yeah, then people then the uh, the touring agents that go to that show will yeah. say, oh. We should send these guys out on an actual tour, and then we can come to and, your cities yeah, and, and make even people. more money. You're so what fucking, fucking smart. smart. Oh, small. small. Okay, you petty asshole. <laughs> I'm pretty. Yeah, Tell I you am what. a pretty. I, do I have quit. A pretty, yeah. How much money do you have now? <laughs> um, God, why did you? Wow, I'm so sorry. You scolded me. <laughs> you made me feel small of myself, and uh, I don't Good. appreciate that. Actually, it has nothing to do with money. <laughs> if you quit, you will Jew, you, will you get you me? little Jew? <laughs> you can say that because your father is Jewish. But your mother's not Jewish. I think my father being Jewish, he would be mortified if he would be calling you that. <laughs> Luckily, he supports me so little, he'll never hear this or any other endeavor that How's I accomplish. How's that, Dad? You big <laughs> Jew? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. We obviously have enough money as is. We don't need money. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be fun to, to have, have like, money. Yeah, to have money. I'm, not, I'm never going to be genuine. I just want that cash. I want that green, that nasty, that gushy stuff. Do we actually make money from this show? <laughs> oh, God. Um, we'll talk about it after. Right, it's cool. not worth even getting into right now. I would love some. Um, 
Should we explain how this show works? What's the point, right? Uh, Might as well, well dive right into it. Sure. Okay, here we go. Question number one. Nah, it feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> how the show works is uh, people in sticky situations email us their problems, and Amir and I do our best to try and solve them, though... Oftentimes, we fail and just succeed at making the person feel like a jerk forever reaching out to us. But that doesn't mean you should not reach out to us, because if you're in a very difficult place in your life, we want to help you out. So that email address is ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. We get tens of fifties submissions a day. We comb through literally half of them, find the first five, and answer them in order. Wow, that is how lazy we are. (laughs) Come give us your money at Littlefield next week. <laughs> Actually, don't go to the show. Uh, Venmo me 30 bucks. <laughs> that way I don't have to do shit and I still I get money. I met my future wife on Venmo. <laughs> I met my future wife in the About Us section of YellowPages.com. She was a marketing manager. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got uh, we got some five really good emails to get through. We're going to give them fake names, but these emails, I assure you, are 100% accurate. Uh, this one comes from someone we'll call Carl. Carl. Carl writes, Hey, guys, I got a big problem. At our school, there's a game where you pull out your wiener and slam it onto a desk. Almost every guy does it, and it has become something of a tradition. I was in the lead, but then some weirdo pervert snapped a pic of my dick and now he blackmails me. I can't talk to my parents or teachers about it, and all my friends won't help me because they think it's funny. What should I do to stop it? I really don't want anyone to see the picture. You're my last hope. Love, Carl. Oh, no, Carl. <laughs> he, uh... There's a game where you pull out your wiener and slam it on a desk. You know, calling it a sort of a tradition (laughs) really glorifies it to an extent that it does not deserve. He's the only one that plays the game. (laughs) (laughs) So far, I'm in the lead. uh, 83 to love. And uh, no one else has even come close. But I guess somebody snapped a pic because he was so uh, honored to see the little Michael Jordan that I whip out that's uh, dominating this game. The goddamn Will Chamberlain, the Pete Rose, and the Michael Jordan all rolled into one. You want to an autograph and a, and a selfie with it, snapped a, snapped a gram, put it online, and suddenly I feel like a diva and an asshole about it. I don't want to tell my parents. I'm supposed to be a hero. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the goddamn leader of this game. Nobody's snapping pics A lot of, of penises around school look up to me. <laughs> the lesser known B, the B, the B grade penises look up to my cock. Uh... What a stupid game. <laughs> and calling somebody else a pervert when you're the one whipping out your <laughs> penis and putting it on a fucking public desk where people take tests, you sick fuck. He probably has an SDD. Yeah. If you think about it, you should get tested, sir. I mean, you haven't boned anything, but you've at least grinded the head of your dick against some pretty uh, uh, yeah, pretty some compromising surfaces, I would some say. Bacteria. You, you could get some bacteria in there, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? You could get some bacteria in there, man. You better be careful, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on There's some drug-resistant strains of gonorrhea going what are you around saying? at this point. I'm sorry. Why are you talking I like that? I think this is my syphilis. <laughs> what? I have syphilis. So that makes you talk like a deep-voiced a so deep voice person? This uh, episode's coming out on Monday, right? Yeah, Monday, uh, September, don't tell me, 16th. So at this point, when I'm listening to this episode, I will have possibly gotten the results of my STD test back. Oh, but you don't know what they are now. How long does it take to get results of an STD test? I'm not sure. I haven't been tested in a very long time. (laughs) 
I, it should be there should be an app that makes it instant. I would feel like with, like with the new iPhones, you know, you can get your little thumbprint. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should be able to to touch the tip of your dick against your phone and it would tell you if you had an STD I or sure not. I sure would like to know. I sure I really would buy that app. I really would buy <laughs> that app. Well, you're or, so, or I'm get so like convinced a free you don't app. have an STD because the only person that touches your dick is you. <laughs> Very funny. All right. Um, <laughs> not <so>. a joke. <laughs> yeah, not a joke. I am the joke. <laughs> I'm always the joke. <laughs> Why are we not talking about Let's dicks? Let's do it. <laughs> Why are we talking about dicks when well, I'm the butt? <laughs> the butt of every joke. <laughs> um um so uh, where were we? We were we were trying to help this guy. Well, we haven't we haven't tried to help him yet. <laughs> Uh yeah, uh, his friends are trying to blackmail him because uh, he took out his hog and someone. Some I will perv say, took I think you can come out ahead of this. Uh, you depending th- on how your dick looks. I mean, the th- the thing is, the guy that took the picture of your dick is sort of a pervert, and I think you could actually go to your parents or go to your teachers and be like, or at least go to your friends, and just be like, hey, this this fucking weirdo took <laughs> took a picture of my penis and has a picture of my penis on his phone. Well, you know the game that we play, the old touch the dick to the table game. You know, it's a tradition. Dad, you went to my school. Oh, you started the game, did you? Okay, so I'm just living <laughs> in your footsteps, your dick steps, your condom steps. Uh, I, I really think you could, like, number one, tell people, tell enough people and make this guy feel like a weirdo for having a dick pic on his phone of you, <laughs> which he should feel pretty strange about. Two, Catch him, like, you know, not in front of your friends where it's funny and just have a genuine heart-to-heart with him and be like, hey, I really am uncomfortable with you having that picture. Yeah. Three, snatch his phone and break it in half, <laughs> which is probably what I would do. That's what you do after the heartfelt, like, listen, man, I know it's funny to be like, oh, I got a dick pic of me, but I really think that'll make me, like, compromise it. Okay. No, here you go. You're right. I'll right. delete it. I'll Give me it. your phone. Go. <laughs> I snapped it. That was a 5S. Ass. <laughs> ass. You ass. <laughs> It's already on. It's already online. You did nothing but break the hardware. I th- or, or like do your absolute best to get a picture of your other friends' dicks. And now <laughs> well, everybody's on the same fucking page. Yeah, hopefully everyone is still playing this game, this perverted game, uh, the the old dick on the table. What a weird game to invent. Yeah, my ultimate advice is just stop playing this game, you weirdo. Yeah, maybe like take up Catan or some shit. Yeah, like geez. war or blackjack or poker or something, or- something where you don't take your dick out. We're volunteer. Yeah, or Jesus. play. Or play. <laughs> yeah, stop playing games and uh, I guess help. Go to help a soup other. kitchen. <laughs> our, our advice is to go to a soup kitchen. Actually, our advice for everyone: slap your dick down on a metal metal fucking shelf <laughs> next to a, next to a vat of soup, a five quarter of pea soup. Say so you need a ladle. <laughs> yeah. Here's a straw. Here's a straddle. <laughs> straw. <laughs> sort of what a dick is. You think you can cut a dick off at the base and you, use it as a straw? Oh my god! That is ruined, that how the urethra that works? Really ruined my day. <laughs> that you're eating pea soup right now. Oh, that fucking seriously! <laughs> I hate that image so much. Why? I'm actually depressed right now. What would you use as the tip? Like, oh, what would you put in your stop mouth? It. Oh my god! The, the disembodied base or the tip? Yeah. What would you, you suck on if necessary? What? Ah. I assume the I assume the urethra goes all the way down, right? I'm I mean, it wouldn't throw, stop. I don't think I'm really gonna throw. Oh up. my god, he's doing. <laughs> <I'm really> gonna... <laughs> Imagine, oh. yeah, yeah, just sucking on it, and there's like blood and veins and everything. And like, there's also like it's like lukewarm pea soup. It's not even good. Oh, please don't, please don't do this right now. <laughs> you know I hate pea soup, man. <laughs> Holy shit, you look you look <laughs> nauseous really of yourself. <laughs> no, we have to move on. <laughs> You're queasy? You're homophobic then. 
If that makes you queasy, then I think I don't want to be your friend anymore. We answered his question. What's question number two? What would the burner in you say to be like, oh, that would make me queasy to touch a dick? That's not what I said. How dare you? You were talking about a disembodied, chopped in half dick. No, no, no. Don't turn it into that. The, uh, the thought of you touching another guy's phallus makes you sick to your stomach. I'll grab your dick right now to show you I don't mind that. <laughs> oh, oh, he's <laughs> not doing it, but imagine if he were. Um, so our advice for th- to this guy? I Three-pronged advice. <laughs> uh, Each prong less useful than the last. I think you can go to your teacher's. I think you could say, hey, this sick bastard took a picture of my penis. Uh, it's this game that all of us play. It's very irresponsible. Or just but, threaten uh, him with that. Be like, I'm going to I'm gonna tell on you yeah, if you don't delete the photo. He you will be mortified if you're like, you know what? I'm actually just going to tell the teacher. I, I'm As embarrassed as I am to tell a teacher, I'll be more embarrassed if a picture of my penis gets leaked to the whole school. <laughs> so I'm going to tell a teacher that you took a picture of my penis. That's actually illegal what he did. <laughs> so, like, Believe it or not, what you did was uh, less illegal than what he, he did. He can get expelled. <laughs> so if you want to, I would blackmail him with that. You can blackmail him right back. <laughs> Take a picture of him taking a picture of your dick. Because that's, that's the one, that's the most, most incriminating photo. I mean, this is a big problem in schools right now. So your school is going to really come down on him pretty hard. <laughs> and our, the third prong, or the second prong of advice is to break his phone. And the third is to uh, volunteer at a soup kitchen. Yeah, always... <laughs> The third piece of my advice always is volunteer at your local <laughs> soup kitchen. That's uh, at least we're making a positive difference. This is literally the least we can do. <laughs> yeah, I'll never go to a fucking soup kitchen. Will you give me thirty dollars a week to tell people to go to a soup kitchen? Will you pay me? Will you pay me to fill up a room with people that'll make that I'll tell them to go to I a really, soup kitchen? I really, really don't want to go to a soup kitchen myself, <laughs> but I would like to help as long as you'll give me money. Let's put a donate button on this uh, podcast where it's like if you don't want to do- if you don't want to work at a soup kitchen, you can always just. Uh, Give me cash. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Um, all right, next question. Real email, fake name. We're going to go with Urkel. Urkel. Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel writes, I just started a new school with people I don't know except for one girl. She chatted me on Facebook a few weeks ago before school started, and she told me that she was also going to the same school as me. I had never met her before she chatted me. We ended up Facebook chatting for a long time, and the day school started, she made no contact with me, with me, even though we had several classes with her. She keeps chatting me on Facebook and text, but won't talk to me in real life. What should I do? Should I make the first move, or, or is it because me or she is too awkward? Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, it sounds like both of you guys are too awkward. You haven't talked to her yet and you just emailed us to ask if you should talk to her <laughs> but that's the sort of the phenomenon of like uh this generation which is like people are texting and facebook messaging and iming when you're on a computer you're very easy and like you know easygoing and uh natural and outgoing but then when you actually see the person that you've been chatting with right it's suddenly weird. It's like i've shared a lot of myself <laughs> with you yeah but you don't want to actually and like, now we have to have the first conversation of our lives do but, i have to shake your hand i just sort of uh, really poured my soul last night to you it's so weird cuz like you'll talk to somebody over the over like te- using technology really get to know them yeah and then when you see them i mean this is, happens to me when i go on tinder dates yeah well this is why online dating is so successful because when you're on Tinder, it's so easy to be charming and witty, right. and then when you're at a bar, it's impossible to just walk up to a stranger and tell them that they look attractive to you. Well, and it's but it's also weird, like when you finally go on that date where you've been talking to somebody for a week. You know, you like right. got to know them over the app, then you move over to text. You're like planning a date, making yeah. jokes, making small talk, and then it's like go out and meet them, and then you do, and it's like, do I say 
Hi, my <laughs> yeah. name's Jake. Do you We've already haven't yourself? we gotten past this? <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, this this sort of phenomenon happened even in our slightly older generation with like AIM. Yeah, I remember. Like, I'd have like really like long intimate conversations late at night chatting. 4 a.m. Yeah, 4 like, a.m. AIM conversations. Things get really real, and then the next day, it's also like a time of day thing where like late at night you're very open. Imagine right. like how open and uh, easygoing you are at the end of a party versus 9 a.m. the next morning at school. You're like, you can't really put yourself in that mindset. Right, you're like trying to finish your homework before class. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to just like, no, 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 the conversation is over. <laughs> we don't know each other here. I don't want to know who you have a crush on uh, now. I will say, I will say that you should probably talk to her because, you know, it's, it's hard when neither person wants to make the first move. But I think she's waiting for you to do it, just like you're waiting for her to do it. But I would say there's like a love, there's like a thick layer of ice that's hard to break through. But once you penetrate it and you get to the frozen water underneath and like you start referencing those old conversations, then it's like the floodgates yeah, are open. So I don't think the ice is hard to break through. I think there's just like, you know, take one swing and it's going to shatter. But there's just like, it's just hello. The that's first it. the first three to five minutes is a little weird because you don't know be, what to work, reference. Right. But just work through it. But then once you get to like the point where you guys are as comfortable as you are online, that's like the that, the great zone because you're having like cool intimate conversations, but you're also in person about right. it. Have we been mean to this kid yet? You know what? Not yet. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to ask for a picture of him. Maybe he has some sort of physical dis- disformity we can make fun of or, or an emotional like uh, uh, stigma about him that we can exploit. Because right. okay. as of right now, we are being a little bit too We did friendly. call him Urkel. That's right. <laughs> the nerdiest person you can be, <laughs> Urkel. Um, a lot of our fans were, weren't even born when Urkel was uh, invented. Right. They think we just made that name up. Which we did. Uh, so if anyone's listening, me and Jake <laughs> uh, invented Family Matters. There we go. Uh, question number three. Let's do it. Moving right along. Speed. This is a speed podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Sorry. just <laughs> Speed podcast. <laughs> well, I'm on, we're in a speed podcast together. <laughs> we should get shirts that say, like, we're a speed podcast. Oh, you're wetting your pants. <laughs> I'm just excited as shit. <laughs> about this speed idea hey, that we have. Hey, rec room. <laughs> He's wet in the chair. The speed brothers are together again, <laughs> I feel like, or something, right? We forgot to say we're recording at rec room again. I think people can just hear hear the difference. You can tell we're not in a towel cave Yeah, right they now. can just feel it. They a feel cavernous towel apartment. They know. Thanks again, recroom.tv. Um, all right. Here we go. This is a pretty, these, are, these are all very unique questions. This is the third one from someone we'll call... Stefan Urkel. All right. So different person, but sort of similar to the first one, just sort of like an alter, an alter ego of sorts. Hey guys, I'm in a band here in London. We're not great, but we're okay. Our drummer, however, is really bad. He's never played the drums before, and the only practice he gets is at band rehearsals. We recently found a new drummer who is infinitely better than our first one. We don't want to kick the drummer number one out of the band because he's a really good friend of ours, and we don't want to hurt his feelings. But he can't actually play anything or sing. I'm not entirely sure how he got into the band in the first place, but here we are. Any advice on how to deal with this situation would be hashtag dope. Cheers, Stefan Urkel. Man, that is tough. I do have that question. I don't. I also don't know how he got into the band to begin with. It's he weird doesn't how... know how to play the drums or know how to sing, and you invited him to join your band. And you guys are pretty good? <laughs> or you guys are okay? You guys are okay, but only because he's bringing them down so much. Imagine how amazing they would have to be, like how great of a band they would be for a guy who's never drummed before to be their drummer, and they're still just okay. Yeah. He's only bringing down their GPA he to a 3.0. He hits a cowbell every nine beats, I think. <laughs> 
They must have gotten so many other A's for this F to only bring them down to a GPA of okay. So this guy was act. This this email comes to us from John Lennon in 1963 yeah, or some wow, this, shit. You guys are the Beatles, right? Yeah, abandoned London if with we, a drummer that they want to kick out. Pete Best, I think, was his name. We've gone through some sort of time set, <laughs> time warp. I, we looked up Pete Best because we were like, "Oh, that sounds familiar." And we found out why Pete Best was kicked out of the band. Which is actually an incredibly sad story. <laughs> I mean, there's people that, like, there's, like, Beatles biographers. Like, Streeter would be great at explaining yeah. this to us. But, but here we are, reading a Wikipedia, skimming a Wikipedia page and paraphrasing it. Uh, well, what we found out is that it just seemed like uh, Pete Best didn't vibe with the rest of the band. <laughs> right, but it's, the, the subsection was, like, clothes, drugs, and hairstyle. So I thought, like, oh, Pete Best wore weird clothes, had a bad drug problem, and didn't, like, uh, had a weird haircut. When in actuality, it was the opposite. The rest of the band wore weird clothes, had drugs, uh, had drug problems, and weird haircuts, and Pete Best didn't want to conform. Well, it wasn't weird haircuts. It was, they all, they all played in, like, suits. They had, like, a style, a specific style yeah. for the band. And, and he, he didn't, didn't want to conform. Right. So they kicked him out. <laughs> Which is weird, because that does sound like he's just a cool guy. Like, yeah. oh, no, I want to wear my hair the way I want to do it. Oh, and, do uh, you? Okay, then. And um, I'd like to, you guys have your outfits. <laughs> I, like, you know, I'm sort of sure, sure. more yeah, yeah. self-expressive. No, absolutely. We totally agree. Yeah. Uh, you're fired, I think. You're yeah. stoned, I, and uh, I'm actually uh, just, I'm a good drummer. I, I, well, picture yourself on a boat on a river uh, getting the fuck away from our band, because we want Ringo Starr to be in our in our little hoopla now. So, this, yeah, reading that Wikipedia made me uh, just really dislike the Beatles. <laughs> I think their music is bad now. So, holy shit, that's an unpopular opinion. Suddenly, I like Oasis more. <laughs> Uh-oh, I'm a Rolling Stones fan now. Someday you will find me. It's uh, the second time I've sang that song on the podcast, right? And it's somehow getting worse. So, what's worse, this guy's drumming or my English accent that uh, I did earlier, like three minutes ago? I think, I mean, wait, they said he's like only available for band practice? He says he's never played the drums before and only the, the only practice he gets is at band rehearsal. We don't want to kick our drummer out because he's a really good friend of ours and we don't I want to think, hurt his feelings. I mean, I think you just be honest with him and just be like, hey, you don't know how to play the drums and we found someone that does. Yeah, this is a band, He probably you know. knows that he knows he doesn't know how to play the drums. Give him something else to do. Make him like your videographer. Or, a, or, your, or like manager. Manager, yeah. Find one of his other strong suits and try to use that. Yeah, your first your first role, uh, old drummer, is to find your replacement. You know, someone who's not a complete moron when it comes to drums. And then fire us because we we were actually in charge of forming a band and we hired you and you don't know how to play the drums so clearly you know how to do a better Why job don't at forming a band. You guys all just become accountants. <laughs> Why don't you join a soup kitchen? Okay, the Beatles already happened. There's not going to be another popular British band. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's not how shit works. It's not cyclical. It's okay. like a one and done thing. Well, it's a little cyclical, but there's already one direction, so you're good. <laughs> Every 35 years, you're good. one new band, you're out. Talk to us in 2048 or whatever the fuck. Um, all right, so what's our actual advice for this guy? Uh, I think, be a man, kick your friend out. It'll, it's like a breakup. It's hard at first, but he'll hopefully understand. It's not like he's a, a, a he prides himself on drums. I mean, he doesn't know how to drum. Right, and this happens to in a lot of bands. There's a lot of like 
rotating band members. This is you guys are not the first person to have to kick somebody out of a band. Yeah, and odds are you won't become successful, so this won't even be an issue that he'll be <laughs> successful. Rude. What he won't be like, oh, this band went off and achieved greatness without me. I Obviously really hope not. one day you guys email us and say that you're really successful. That'd be amazing. Actually, you should send us a theme song more than anything else. It's true. With your current drummer and with your new drummer, we'll we'll play one in the beginning and one in the end. Oh, that'd be fun, and then we can c- compare and contrast. So yeah, tell you what, let us kick your drummer out. We're gonna. <laughs> Send us two songs, one with the with the current drummer, one with the new one, and we'll all we'll all like just take a vote, all right? Here's a boring question. Why do you say compare and contrast? When you're contrasting, aren't you just comparing? I honestly Holy I, shit, you fell asleep. I hate you. <laughs> you you would hate my Twitter account and my stand-up career. Cause it's all that fucking gold. And if you if you don't like that, then you really are done to me. Compare and contrast. <laughs> Hey, yeah. why do we why do we say compare and contrast? Oh, a tomato. <laughs> compare and contrast this to an apple. What is this? Asshole. Uh, do you want to take your little mid 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 show break? I'd love to. I love the little break. Yeah, we're almost at the 30 minute mark, which once uh is what we say is the end of the show, but not really. Uh so we could take that little break and then come back for one last question. Good. Any Breathe more Burning in. Man stories you want to uh, regale us with? I mean, there really just weren't any, there's no one story. Yeah, because Burning Man in itself is a tale, all right? It's not like little, it's not like little, uh, little Voltrons that you add up to create this mega complex. It just, it all just is, man. It's a seven, it really is a seven day experience that's uh, sort of like net effect is uh, just positivity and... <laughs> <laughs> I really felt like, I mean, I was wandering around the entire time just being like, this is crazy. This is crazy. Do you want to go back? Yes, I do want to go back. Did you cry? I wept openly in the temple. Which is? The temple is, uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How long is this break going to be? Are you going about the temple for a fucking week? <laughs> but, uh, the, so there's the man, which is the structure of, you know, that's like the iconic, the the man that they burned. But there's also uh, this, the temple, which is, um, I don't know how they do it every year, but this year they did it without like using any nails. It was just like a giant pyramid. It was, I mean, gorgeous. And on the inside, people uh, write things that they're trying to like let go of. They say goodbye to loved yeah. ones, so they'll yeah. be like letters to somebody's right. passed away mom uh-huh. and, and like yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you went to the the Wailing Wall in Israel, which is one of the most emotionally powerful real things in the world, and you just you started taking the letters out of the walls, the prayers. You were reading them one by one and cracking up. Yeah, I up. couldn't understand. It yeah. was all gibberish. <laughs> it was all heat. But the thing is, the thing is that that's like I'm I'm not religious. I mean, I don't believe in God. So like to see the Whoa. Wailing Wall. Mom, <laughs> turn it up. Turn it up for once. <laughs> <laughs> my parents don't know my religious beliefs. Uh, so, I mean, it's really cool to see people uh, dealing with loss in a way that like really connected with me and made a lot of sense in my eyes. Because, so more spiritual than religious. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Was There was not a single message, or maybe there were, but I didn't see any of... Uh, messages on there that's like i'll see you in the next life like, although a uh, burning a statue at the end of the festival sounds like someone's destroying an idol which is very biblical if you think about it it's true and Suddenly, moses, moses did come at the end of burning man <laughs> and he threw this two stone tablets down and all of us died <laughs> so there's that yep moses broke the ten commandments here's a really quick story that i want you to tell is just uh the guy who hugged you there was a man who hugged you yeah i was walking to the bathroom one night uh and it was it was some dude just in a 
he's wearing like some glow in the dark <laughs> shit with a headlamp. And he's like, "Hey, uh, can I can I hug you?" <laughs> And he was just smiling. I don't know what what he was on. And I was he was on Burning Man. I was man. On, I was dead sober. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, we embraced full embraced for I think a full minute, which just is like, longer than you've ever hugged anybody. Maybe yeah, eyes shut, fucking feeling each other's heartbeats. He, he pulled pulled me back, just smiling ear to ear. And then when you looked around, he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jesus Christ. I think that was the man that we burned. <laughs> you know what? I wasn't bone sober. I was actually rolling on Molly, uh, moon rocks, and mushrooms. The triple M combination. It turned out instead of eating cliff bars, I had just been eating moon rocks all week. <laughs> moon rocks is the name of an actual drug you, you, you ate, right? Yeah, well, moon rocks is, yes. All right. All right. Back to the <laughs> Don't show. Don't eat drugs, kids. <laughs> Don't eat drugs. Friends don't let friends eat drugs. <laughs> uh, mercy. You did it. You We're gave back. in. <laughs> All right. Question number four. This one comes from a lady. We'll call her Laura. Laura Winslow. <gasps> My friend just lost her virginity on a first date with a guy she met on on Tinder in his car. Now my girlfriend is jealous that we friends has already had sex and we still haven't. We both want to, but can't ever find a special secret place. Where should we go for our first time? So now, where should we go to get private time to have sex? What should my friend do with her Tinder boy? Any advice about first times at all? Thanks, Laura. So, we both want to, but we can't find that special secret place. I assume she means her vagina? No, this is so bad. (laughs) You did this. You guys, if you're this dumb, don't use Tinder. (laughs) Although, now that I'm thinking about it, they just might, uh, English just might not be their first language. Okay, so what's happened? Which is what I call dumb people. (laughs) If you were smart enough to be born in America, you wouldn't have this problem. (laughs) How's that for Burning Man? One of their friends. Used Tinder. Yep. Met a guy. Yep. Lost her virginity on the first day in a car. That's right. Which sucks. <laughs> Why? That's not where you want to lose your virginity. <laughs> it should be a. It should it be should at be least special. an SUV. It does, even if it's a car, at least make it with somebody you care about or somebody. Not Tinder. Uh, I mean, I feel awful that that's this is like some way connected to me suggesting people. Some you, way, I, every I, way. I totally to advocate you. using Tinder to get <laughs> fucked because getting fucked feels good. But do it fucking on, feels good. But you know what? Sex if it's number your, two through four hundred. Don't <laughs> ah shit. Your virginity is important. I lost my virginity in a nice way. Did you? No. You lost it in a terrible way. Yeah, we're not talking about that on you the podcast. You don't feel I'm, too comfortable talking, talking about that? I'm comfortable talking about a lot of shit on the podcast. Let's leave my virginity out of it. <laughs> That'll be episode 100. When we finally run out of shit to say. <laughs> finally don't get any more emails. By the way, we really do appreciate the emails, and that email address again is show at gmail.com. And if you can imagine, I think I actually lost my virginity in a worse way than this girl did in the car on a first date with the Tinder guy. Yeah, I would say so, but, just knowing that story. But I, I think I guess like your my advice to you guys, where your question is, how do we find a private place to lose your virginity? It sounds like you're very young. If you don't already have like a bedroom where your parents aren't going to come in, or an apartment, or something. If you're not self dependent enough to not have parents around or your own place, then you shouldn't be old enough to have sex. I mean, I don't know because I people do lose their virginities in high school. Yeah, I mean, if you feel like you're ready, I'm not going to say just. 
If you feel like you're ready, I odds really... are you're not. <laughs> and uh, if you can't find a special secret place, then uh, odds are you're not old enough. Don't have sex, kids. Should I <laughs> should I pry more as to uh, you telling your virginity story, or are you really not going to tell it's it? It's not going to happen. I won't tell it. Regardless of how much I beg. I think I would not do it. <laughs> Can you at least make something up so people at least think they, they heard it? Because otherwise I feel like we're really blue ballsing them. I don't mind blue ballsing them. <laughs> Give us give us one little thing, just so like we don't feel like we're teasing something and it's just never gonna happen. Um, one one anecdote, one part of it. <laughs> Honestly, no, not even where it was, no. how old you were, the I'll name you, and age, the, it was the my, social security number of the girl. It was my friend's basement. That's all I'll say. Okay, that's fine. Friend's basement, kind of sad. Not the saddest detail, but. At least you're giving us something. We really appreciate that. <laughs> All right, good. I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell my virginity story <laughs> if you tell yours. Uh, That's the one way I'll do it. Really? No, actually, because you might do it. <laughs> no. Because yours is boring as shit. And yeah, yeah, yours uh, is probably, I, could, I feel like I don't even know yours, but I could imagine it's like, oh, it's to my college <laughs> girlfriend in our, in our freshman dorm room. Uh, that is painstakingly accurate. Um... <laughs> Bullseye. (laughs) Not even the red bullseye. The green inner bullseye. Holy shit, how'd you do that? Sniped it. (laughs) Well, should we do one more question, even though we're at the uh, 30x mark? Yeah, let's do it. All right, last question. Uh, This one comes from, uh, what's his face? Waldo Faldo. Waldo Faldo? Yeah, Waldo Faldo. What's up, you two penis connoisseurs? I've had a thing with this girl for a little while now, and it's gotten to the point where I think the relationship was going to be boosted up a notch. She had feelings for me for a while, and I was starting to get serious feelings for her, but an ex of hers who who she still has feelings for texted her, telling her that he had feelings for her again, and now she's taking time to decide which guy she wants to be with. Me or bitch boy over there. My question is, how do I make sure that she picks me over that bitch tit? (laughs) Thanks, fellas. Are you sure you're not the bitch tit, dude? (laughs) Only bitch tits use the word bitch tit. Because you did call his penis connoisseurs, and then you called that guy a bitch boy and a bitch tit, and you just sort of sound like an asshole. (laughs) So... What's the answer? I also, like, he said feelings so many times in that email. Yeah, he had feelings for her, then she had feelings for her ex, who ended up having feelings for her, and now she has to decide who she feels for more. And I kind of feel like he's a bitch tip, <laughs> to be like, honest. If a girl was choosing between me and another guy, there's no way I would even stick around to hear what that decision yeah, is. I think that makes you a bitch tip. <laughs> and she's like, I have to decide, and you're like, okay, Ooh, I hope cool. it's me. I really want it to be me. Yeah. What can I do? Yeah. How no. desperate do you have to be? Because then, like, what if she does choose you, and it's like, all right, I've chosen you, and you're like, all right, cool. I really resent the time that you spent deciding. Uh, what were you, like, weighing out? What was what was a con that I had and a pro that he did? For example. Also, why did it take you so long? I, th- I think that, like, you... No. As soon as she's like, I have to decide, you're like, I can make it really easy. I'm not an option anymore. Choose me. (laughs) (laughs) Although now that I think about it, it's not as crazy as it sounds. Like when you are starting to date someone, she in theory is making that decision internally. Maybe there is another guy and she's choosing you over him. Right. But I think it's like it's rude to let that be known. When you're starting to date someone, you're both deciding like, I decide I like you. I decide I like you. I'm going to let go of other things in my life. And you don't have to, like, bring that stuff up and, be, and like, publicly weigh it out. Right. Make it, the, turn it into, like, this weird contest. Right. The fact that it's, like, 
and also this this is like her bringing up it's a you versus him it's not like a you versus me and like being single in my career or school or something it's which, dude versus dude right i mean which makes a lot of sense i understand people not like oh i don't know if i can get into a relationship right now i'm like really busy with work i'm like i really like having my freedom because i have that like those thoughts you know right you choose non-people over people Right, but, but you don't you don't actively choose humans over other humans. Yeah, as soon as you're like, all right, I'm deciding between two humans. You're like, oh, you're an, actually you're a monster. <laughs> she is the bitch tit. <laughs> I don't like this bitch tit one bit bit. I think she's a bitch boy for this. <laughs> um, so you're saying if you were her, if you were him, you'd be like, no, don't you don't have to choose between me and him. Right. It's not you, happening. Yeah, you <laughs> you make the decision by removing yourself. Okay, but. Put yourself even more into his shoes. Imagine there's a girl that you love so much that you really have a crush on. You've loved for like a year, two years, three years. This isn't putting me in his position because he just said he has feelings for her. Okay, so you have feelings. Let's the person, the girl you like have feelings for the most right now. Right. She's deciding between you and another guy, and she's like, "I'm really, I really kind of want to be with you, but I also kind of like him." Would you stick around for that decision? Emotions like really, really complicate things. So it's it's very easy. That's but that's why it's so easy to have an advice co- podcast. Because like, if sure, maybe if I were in this situation, and I really liked somebody, I would make an exception, and, I, and my advice would be like, you know what? If you really like someone, you make exceptions. But since I, since I am like removed from your situation, yeah, I will say that like, you. She's not the kind of person that you want to like if she's going to make you feel like this. This is like in the world of uh, how it's easy to give advice like, uh, yeah, if you're in a relationship and one of you is going away to college, just break up. Right. Which is good advice, but when you're in it, you never think logically. It's incredibly hard. And this guy's not thinking logically, which is why I'm going to give advice that you just get out. Find another girl that's not going to decide between uh, two dudes. And you know At least what? Publicly. I'll give you the uh, opposite advice. Just go for it. Buy her gifts, buy her flowers, jewelry, get her a fucking sick watch. Be like, do you really want to be with a guy who can't afford to give you a goddamn watch? You're a penis connoisseur. <laughs> you really are. You're I'm a sorry, connoisseur sir. of peen. <laughs> no, I would say that I would say don't don't put don't become a contestant in this fucked up reality show that she's constructing yeah there's people out there that will not do this to you yeah although this guy seems like kind of a moron right so maybe he should just take what he can get that's and true. if that's uh even if it's second place in this bitch it festival <laughs> that's almost good enough than uh a silver ribbon for running <laughs> up i'd rather finish second than get that dq for uh <laughs> getting disqualified for starting too early or some shit so my advice is to stay in this contest because you never know what'll happen. <laughs> Terrible. Who's the bitch tit now? You. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> now we're definitely out of time. We're at that sweet, sweet 10 minute past the time that we never hit, Mark. All right. Um, thanks so much for listening, everyone. We uh, we are still receiving theme song submissions. That email again is show at gmail.com. We still have that live podcast coming up on November 6th. You can check it out at our website, ifiwereyoushow.com. And uh, let's play one more theme song to play us out of here. All right. This one comes from Felsi. She's back. This is our, our first double submission. She's oh, already, shoot. Yeah, she already had Felsi. one before. Yeah. Thanks again, girl. Let's play uh, this one. Thanks so much f- for listening, everyone. Oh, my God. I, uh, <laughs> I think I just became depressed in that one second. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's weird that I was able to pinpoint it. Oh my it. god, I almost choked but, out uh, on the serotonin. What happened to your voice? I don't know. I'm. Uh, I guess I'm sad. I really am. I'm sad that this is over. And uh, oh my god, I know. I know that every new beginning comes from another beginning. That's end, a but, semi-sonic uh, lyric. Play the song, you right. coward. If you have a problem and you're not feeling zen, it's predominantly Jewish duo. They will clue you in. So yo. Tag dope. If they were you, they would have made that rhyme. So listen to this awesome shit if you've got the time. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder, Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Uh, yeah, I will. It's, hmm? it's, uh, Can you do that? It, so go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye. <laughs>